Silence. Silence. Pump. Yeah, now listening to the Street Science Podcast. You are now listening to the Street Science Podcast. Don't touch that dial. You know what it is. It's the Street Science Podcast. You are now listening to the Street Science Podcast. Hosted by Michael Garabato, Cletus Cassidy, and yours truly, Squilla Sam. You know what time it is. It's time for Street Science Podcast. Shut the fuck up while this podcast is on. You know what it is. It's my favorite show, bitch. Shut the fuck up while this podcast is on. Welcome, everybody, to the very first pre-recorded episode of Street Science. That's right. The uh, Urban Influence Personal Development Motivational Life Coaching Politically Relevant to the Streets podcast. So I'm doing this early pre-recording because I had a little incident happen to me today, and so I thought that it would be worthy to record this. It's a little heavy, though, so I don't know if it's going to be coming out in the first uh, couple episodes or not, but it's pretty juicy. If you went to my Facebook right now, you'd see a live video where I'm uh, getting pulled out of my car by the Concord Police Department in the San Francisco Bay Area, and they're pulling me out of my car because they said that I looked like I might have a gun or that I, um, yeah. So he said that he didn't know if I had a gun on me and it was for his own safety. So he pulled me out of the car, even though I didn't violate any traffic laws or um, anything whatsoever. So what happened was I, my registration has expired. So you're going to be like, oh, you deserved it. Nope, wait here. Let's listen to the totality of the event here. So I got my registration in the mail and I owed $260, whatever. I owed some fast track tickets. That's the bay. Uh, sent that in. I'm waiting for my tickets, for my tags for like two months. Because uh, I sent them in, you know, after, a month after they were due, whatever. You know, I'm struggling. We're surviving. I send it in when I can get it. It's fucking tags for a goddamn car. We're going to be all right. Okay, so I sent it in, I paid it, and I got a thing back saying I owed 60 more dollars for something ridiculous, which is a whole other topic, some imaginary fucking restitution that I owed some county where I, but I paid everything to the franchise tax board, which is a whole other thing that we have to do as formerly incarcerated. But moving forward, I got pulled over four days ago and got a fix-it ticket in Concord. He gave me a fix a ticket. Both of them asked me. Both of them. Have you ever been arrested before? After they asked me if I was on probation or parole. I told them, I don't want to answer that. They're like, okay. They always get flustered about that. And they try and repeat the question. And then I tell them, I don't want to answer that. You're making this awkward and make me feel fucking guilty. Even though I'm not doing a damn thing. I haven't broken a law in fucking six years. Anyway, so I show him the fix a ticket. And they take that back. He's back there with a buddy. It's an unmarked Caprice with a computer in it. They're wearing um, Concord PD uh, uniforms. One is a little short, stocky, Hispanic-looking pit bull, as his partner referred to him as he was tearing apart my car. Um, anyways, how they got into my fucking car in the first place, because I'm not on probation. I'm not on parole. I've been out, no police contact in six-plus years. been working in the social services for seven years. Um, I got a fucking tattoo on my face. I got tattoos all over. 
I I bumped my music. I'm in a Ford Fusion 2012, and uh, they don't like the look of me. They look like they think that when they look at me that I'm carrying a gun. Because that was his excuse afterwards. I didn't get a ticket or anything, and his excuse was that you looked like you might have a gun. So this turned into a Facebook Live event, everything. I knew when he was coming back, something was going to happen. So I have my phone magnetized on the front of the dash, and this is what every person of color or every person with tattoos, I guess, as well. I'm white, but I got a bunch of tattoos. And uh, so anyways, yeah, you should always have your phone with Facebook on ready to go to hit the live button. Okay, because I hit it when he immediately, when he asked me to get out of the car. First, he asked me for my address. And so I told him he was writing down on a pad of paper that goes in his vest, not, you know, in this little shirt that he took out. And then he asked me for my phone number. And so I asked him why, after I gave it to him, I was like, wait a minute, why am I giving you this? Why do you, why, what, what do you need that for? I was like, it's on the ID. It's the same as the ID. And he, he was like, okay, well, I'm doing that because I need to. That's my job. Because I'm writing you a ticket now. I was like, okay. Hmm, I'm worried he's going to write me. I wonder, I'm trying to figure out what he's going to write me the ticket for because I already have a fix-it ticket for the registration. So I pissed him off. He's flustered. And when they come back, he wants me out of the car. And we get into a confrontation on, oops, excuse me, on fucking live. And so I'm like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not getting out of the car. I don't want to. I don't want you to search my car. I don't want to get out of my car. I'm not on probation or parole. I am a fucking U.S. citizen. I am not a Trump supporter or in support of the wall or anything. Just saying, I'm a fucking U.S. citizen. I'm not a second-class fucking citizen where you can violate my civil rights whenever you want to and go through my car and search and pat me down and put me in handcuffs whenever you want to because you think that I look like I'm the type of person that carries a fucking gun. Can you be positive, inspirational, and motivational and still say, fuck the police. Yes, you can if they're violating your fucking civil rights and they're treating it like it's a norm and that it's normal. And then I feel guilty afterwards. I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have been killed. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm white. My white privilege has totally saved my ass again. Um, and I feel guilty. I don't know about white guilt, but I just felt guilty today. Fucking, you know what I mean? I felt guilty posting it and adding tags to it and like, you know, needing to talk about it on the podcast. I was like, should I do it? I'm not black though. I should have fucking, if I was black. They probably would have shot me. If I would have fucking resisted him, I did not resist him. Once you, my window was down. That's where I fucked up. That is where I fucked up. Cause I kept telling him to get a sergeant, all the tricks. I did it all. Facebook live, the sergeants, these guys did not care. They were ready to kill someone today or fuck somebody up or fuck somebody's day up. And they it, it had to be me. And they're probably out there searching for somebody right now because this just happened about an hour and a half ago. I'm talking about this is motherfucking Thursday, July 12th. My name is Michael Garibato, and I am suffering from PTSD residuals right now uh, because you fucking freak out. It's like I've done nothing wrong in six years, yet I am in panic because I think I'm going to jail even though I didn't do anything or that they're going to fucking beat the fuck out of me uh, in one second because he's undoing my seatbelt and I need to get out of the car now or fight and um, I fucking just told him don't fucking touch me and I grabbed my cell phone once I put it on the hood I was in cuffs and on the side and the canines came Whew. 
the cigarette. I'm going through it right now. I'm back. The, okay, let me say something about this shit too, because I'm not fucking crying about this. Like this is the first time this has ever happened to me, or anything like that. I have been pulled over so many fucking times in my life, and been searched. I've done four prison terms, and I lived on the streets, and I ran the streets, and I was in jail a lot of times. And so I know what time it is. Okay, I have a fucking huge scar across my arm from a, a canine that opened my arm up when I was hiding underneath the house in a longer story. So <laughs> what I'm saying is they've been doing this for years, for decades to minorities, African-Americans and poor people, anybody that's not white and middle class or upper class or a police officer with blue blood. Gotta have that blue blood. They're gangbanging. I'm telling you. I could just get onto a whole nother thing just about how we're raised and our culture and what our white parents told us and those of us that were poor as well. And I didn't, you know, grow up with a father at first, never knew my biological father and mother. It was like cops are wonderful and I see no color lines and there is no such thing as racism anymore. And oh look at those, oh look at those ghetto kids with their saggy baggies and da 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 da. da. They're indoctrinating this, you know racist white supremacist culture into our minds they didn't know it and it's not their fault at all they were not that's how they were raised and that's how they saw the world and you know people are getting woke wake up i'll give you a whole <laughs> all right let's stop recording we'll go into part two all right it sounds good we're recording all right mike so what's going hold on, on wait hold on one second here i gotta introduce you here yeah. We got a very special guest here and a eyewitness to what I've been talking about here. My very good friend for uh, seven years here, David. He is uh, a good friend of mine. He lives here in Concord. And it just so happens, as I went live, um, he happened to be in the area and he happened to witness what I'm talking about here. So, And then he happened to come by my house to play some fucking video games. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so... Um, what happened? How the fuck did you end up where I was at? How did you so, end up at the CVS? So with your your live action, the, the live skills you got. Um, uh -huh. so I saw I saw that you're at Big Five, and I'll, yeah. you know I'm Put not your that lips on the mic there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There we so, go. Check this out. Yeah, uh, I saw that more. you're at Big Five. I got a glimpse of that. You know, yeah. mile away from me, man. Uh -huh. And uh, I immediately got a I just got a flash. You know, all the shit that's going on right now in society um, throughout USA, pretty much. And I think the South probably more, too, it seems like. But um, what? Oh, with, no. the, with the the police just violating people, you think it's um, more in the South. shooting before like they need to. Oh, um, yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Just just basically shooting unarmed people. And that's what uh, was going, that was exactly what was going through my, my mind God, as, as so he was quick, unbuckling my seatbelt. So quick and scared to be a terrorist and pull the trigger, and uh, it's just mind-boggling. And so when I saw, saw you like trying to, uh, you know, uphold that, you know, hey, it's a fix-it ticket I already have. When I got a fix-it ticket back when I was in my addiction, right, man, when I was getting high driving around, you know, uh, I was like, look, sir, I already have to pay for it. Can you let me off on it? I'm already gonna have to pay to fix it. Can you not make me pay for the ticket too? And he was like, okay. And uh, look, I think I maybe was like not totally high out of my mind, <laughs> but like that was, you know, what 
Wait, were you under the influence at the time of that? I might have been. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm sure. sure. I can't count that. We can't count that. <laughs> okay, we'll scratch that one out. But we're it's... talking. We're talking about post post uh, release <laughs> lifestyle here. Post release positive lifestyle, which you have been living for the past how many years now? Uh, four years and next week. Four years next week. And yes. It's, and it's your actual in this in this well. pay area. <laughs> in the pay bay area. In the pay bay area. How did you? How did you? Uh, <sighs> How did you get four years like that? What what is four years? What are you talking about? What is the four years? What does that mean to you? Oh, four years, uh, clean and sober. Clean and sober. As well as cigarettes, man. As Um, I smoke one in front of you. It's, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, man. I mean, it makes life easier. That's for sure. Totally. Getting pulled over, too, you know. Uh, It's possible in the, as I call it, the pay area. (laughs) Pay area. You know, but. Back before, man, what you went through, man. Yes, let me yes. get back so, to that. Let's man. get back to that. So, to how did, so, how did you end up at the CBS? Did you see the Facebook well, live video? Yeah, you you're there? my boy, man. You're my bro. How did you know and, I was at um, CBS? I saw that you were going live when you uh, had gotten out somewhere in you're in the vehicle uh-huh. when you got out. I don't know, somewhere you saw I, the big five sign. I saw the big five sign. I was like, I was that's like, next to the CVS on Clayton. Yeah, I was like, this shit is bullshit is going down right near me. And <laughs> as soon as you try to uphold the unnecessary. Oh the unnecessary, um, you know, probable cause that has already been ticketed. Yes. So, I mean, that's what's yeah, crazy no is that he already cause. the probable cause that he already enforced probable on you. Probable cause denied. I have the fix-it ticket from uh, four days ago from uh, Concord PD. Somebody who works with you, one of your brothers. Which exactly? One of your white brothers. And he and he still and, and he still went went to go to that next level when he, his probable cause was already his pride was tickety. already shook i was yeah there was a long conversation before the live yeah. video came on i don't just go live i'm gonna say this right now i don't go live ever with a fucking that's the first time i've ever had to go that's, live that's on it. facebook with a police officer confronting me in my car and um, breaking and entering and, and uh, assaulting me by taking off my seatbelt and, and making me get out of the car by threatening to um do it himself which is yeah, you know, which is meaning we're gonna tussle or something. It'd be nice, you know. He's gonna shoot me if I fucking move because he thought I had a gun. It'd be nice if there was like almost like like banks have a, a silent alarm oh, because second. as soon as cops see there we go, anybody, <laughs> any, as soon as any cop sees that you're on the phone, they're just already fucking their dick their dick mentality fucking skyright. Honestly, bro. no. You know what happened? And I almost security, I, it's I almost pissed myself because of the fact that I said. Get your sergeant, get your supervisor multiple times. He ignored that. I turned on the Facebook live. He knew it and he did not give a fuck. He continued to, he was like, I am going to take you out of this car. I don't care. His pride was already rattled and he was not turning back. He was like in his own PTSD mode. Like something shook him. And when I said something, it triggered something in his head to where he was like, I'm going to, you know, and he tore apart my car for an hour and found nothing. Yeah. So what is that? What did you see when you got there? I saw you in cuffs. Um, ten minutes later, uh, I wanted. What was to, I doing? Where was I at with the cuffs? You were put aside, <laughs> like you had been, like away from the car to where, like, okay, you're cuffed and going to jail. Like it looked like that. It looked like I was going to jail. Like, like you it so felt you're like detained. I was going to jail. But, so it was you were detained and sitting on the fucking sidewalk. Yeah. There's the there was no point. need for any of them to uh, ask you to get out of the car. And uh, publicly shame me, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, get it's like you know, beyond 
if no one asks for their lawyer anymore, because that that already is a step of saying, "Oh, I've got to go to jail. I got to go to jail and see the judge." It's God already, damn it! I didn't say lawyer. Fuck. Yeah, lawyer already is implementing that you're gonna be seeing the judge in jail. So, I have a lawyer's like, card fuck. in my fucking wallet. Lawyer that is the one, brother. And Hotbox gave me. Let me give this guy a shout out. Yeah, real quick here. Lawyer and I should have called his ass. See, that's what y'all need. We need to try that. I should have tried that tactic. And uh, and see how it went with him. I don't think he. I think he would have laughed in my face. So here's the thing. He said that you look like you might have a gun. Yes. So if he, that's the. So I look. That's, you can't word shit like that as an officer serving, you know, protecting oh, he the community. Yet. I didn't see any bombs. And he, you know, you're supposed to say like when they search your pockets, is do you have any weapons that may may? Oh, he said all you that. You know, yeah. he said all you that. know, like mm -hmm. make sure there's no weapons on you or in the vehicle. Like so I'm not even a fucking cop. Said you're Just sitting on the other side. Insane. I mean, fuck, dude. That's how messed up things have been. It's like I, all this shit I've heard in your position, getting arrested, pulled over, harassed, triple fucking cop car team, you know. Let me ask you this. All that Let shit. me ask you this on the personal level. So, mm. okay, so you personal. saw you saw me hooked up. Let's get personal. Let's get personal, mm -hmm. so because you're a you're just like me. We're we're formerly incarcerated here. Yeah. So, what was going through your head after after I I. I miraculously was let go and then I I pull I get into my car and I pull forward and I see you with Bella your dog in your hands coming out of the CBS and you're looking at me with your eyes but you see the cops behind me yeah and I seen this look in your eyes so what was it going through your head man I'm like they're like fuck I'm here man and like uh, and I started talking to you I felt like you were scared that the cops were gonna approach you because I started talking to you after that. <laughs> That's no, why, I just that's what was going through my head. I was like, wow, they're gonna fuck with me. I kind of just wanted to act like I wasn't a part of the whole live and was aware of it. The Thank whole you. Time See, that's what I'm saying. You were scared. Of yeah, the I just I would have been the too. whole process of to the yeah, that's that the fear. That's the fear that these community service officers instill in normal everyday citizens that live here. We're not on probation or parole, we're full class. Full tax-paying fucking citizens, -abiding that, citizens yeah. that have to walk around in fear and fucking get our uh, rights violated when somebody chooses to violate them and no repercussions or accountability whatsoever. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm one, number one. Witness I was my death. Yeah, <laughs> number one, I was like. Did you fear for my life? <laughs> I mean, not quite, but like I was worried that shit would go to another level, <laughs> right. necessarily as it already went. If you're getting out of, the, being ordered to get out of the car, did you think that I did anything wrong when you saw that? First? I mean, you no, and you already said please and shit. You're right. saying shit. You kept your volume down, so there's no need for them to even be aggressive. Right. Of, like, and you eventually got out at the right time. You knew you were fucking. Yeah, limited. we opened the door and he t and he unbckled my seatbelt. So it's like, it all right, get any worse, but uh. It's over. He's already violated me, so let's uh, let me lean back and take this and and one I need <laughs> and make it not as rough as possible and try and get through it like a rape situation. Because you you're service for people in the in the recovery field for years, and you've been through all that shit, and you changed. And I knew you were heated, and uh, so that was going on. That's what was going on when I seen you, and I and you were done. Right. And like you know, as a as a in case like you end up dude did getting arrested for some stupid fucking misdemeanor of them being pissed off with how you were defending your they, rights. They, they, he looked but, in that car for for so long. Yeah, nothing. Didn't find shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, man. Because okay, so everything that's going on, everybody sees on Facebook with with uh, trying to uphold your citizen rights, uh -huh. and the police just not caring, you know, overriding it. And if they're aware of being recorded, they fucking hate that. 
but it's like they're not respecting our civil rights and people are not fucking are not just getting cooperating either and and so it's like bad on both ends and it's fucking it's annoying so when i seen that going on when you're just like i there's nothing already the, even the probable cause was already a, a done issue by having the ticket right so that's what that's what's crazy and, and the fact that as soon as that that um hey why why you know give me a ticket from right there it's like you sit in the car you that you they go in behind you they run your name you wait either you're gonna get a warning or a fucking ticket that's right. how it goes right and you know and they're not chips but and it's like as soon as that started i started thinking about the shootings the the, the brute police brutality the fucking people like Totally just fucking arguing. That did not go through those cops' minds at all. It's like they're yeah. not even fucking living on this goddamn planet right now. Yeah. We're in bumfuck Cocker, but we're part of the Bay Area still. It's like we're not in fucking Mississippi, but even so, there's racism <laughs> and, and bullshit going on. Yep. And inequalities going on everywhere. Yeah, man. On this on equal levels. Yeah. But uh yeah. Yeah. So on a more positive note, because we gotta be positive about this shit, dude. We gotta be positive about this shit. I felt Alive today. <laughs> yeah. I actually, on, on everything, this is day three. I had three primo, like, super positive days in a row where I'm, like, doing my routines in the morning. Yeah. And I'm meditating and I'm uh, doing my fucking power walks and gratitude and fire breathing and all the crazy fucking white shit that they... Uh, that they teach the fucking one percenters. I, uh, I, I, I worked with one. I then tapped into it and I'm using this shit and I felt amazing. Even though I had a, an episode there and I, I was like panicking even afterwards, I recuperated quickly and I was able to channel that, like bring it to the podcast. Fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm not going to vent or stew about this shit in my head. I think everybody has feared, you know, what they see on the news and Facebook, and a lot of us rely on news with the Facebook, and just the, the shit that the police take, go to the level with, and you just feel like a victim, you know, and uh, as a law-abiding citizen, and and just the the social media has just caused this on both ends to just be like, holy shit, what's gonna happen next, you know? Right. It's like, man, it doesn't need to go on anymore. That's right. It doesn't need to go on anymore. And you know what's funny? I swear to God on everything I love. Uh, 45 minutes before that, I went to uh, Kaiser to go do something. And after I left, oh, when I got there, the Kaiser is right next to this uh, Safeway. And so the Safeway parking lot's connected and there's never parking at the Kaiser. And so you have to go park in the Safeway parking lot, but you're always in fear of getting towed because there's this like People know about it, I guess, and people park there all the time, but it's like there was a cop in an SUV Walnut Creek sitting there chilling. And and I pulled up and the music was loud and I noticed him and I was like, oh, whatever. And I got out and then as I went over there, I turned back around and I fucking came back to the and I was like, Hey, um, do you know about the guys right here? And da, 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 da. I just want to make sure that you're not gonna tell my car. He's like, Oh, did I tell your car? And I was like, because I'm not here to go to the Safeway, and that's the Safeway parking lot. And he's like, nope, I'm not going to tell your car. He's actually a cool dude. I actually like yeah, the, the, the get down of him and the way that he approached it. I liked it. That was a cool fucking cop. And I, I swear to God, I was thinking this in my head. I was like, this is a great cop situation. Yeah. And this is like a cool cop, kind of, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But when I went back to my car, I was like, I seen him there still. And I was like, I want to approach this dude and give him my business card or see if I could give him a few of them. And then as yeah, I was talking to him, I was okay. like, oh, it's probably not ethical anyways, but can I give you personally my business card? 
And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And then so I ran, I went to my car and then I heard the dispatch like he was leaving. And then he was like starting to leave. But then I could see his hand sticking out the window. So I just ran over and gave him my card real quick. Because uh, I figured that he works, you know, he runs into a lot of fucking convicted felons or yeah. you know, whatever. Spread the word. Um, and he took the card and I was like, damn, that's a cool fucking cop. And I was like, you know what? I swear to God, I was thinking this on the drive home. This is so crazy. I was like, dude, that's how you build relationships in the community. It's like one person at a Doing time going up, to, going up to a cop yeah. and like talking to them or, you know, getting down with them on some social shit or seeing where they're at. And then I got pulled over immediately after I got off the exit and went to the thing. And then this happened. It was like bing, bing. And I'm like, what is the universe telling me? Yeah. It was. Yeah. I just, wow. That blows my well, mind. Let me tell you, Walnut Creek is, is a, is compacting. There's nowhere to park, and there's a lot of shit going on. So much in the in the Bay Area now. And Walnut like, Creek was a cool cup. It's, it's a wall Conquer, coaster. It was Conquer PD coaster. that fucked me up, though. Yeah, where See? I live at, that scares me even more. He's got my address. You know, those motherfuckers could run in here right now. They got two ex cons here, <laughs> but I'm not on paper. If they run up in this house, I'm calling the lawyer. I am calling the lawyer because they. I don't know what they're doing out here. There's probably some dirty ass shit going on. Fear for my life right now. You know, that's the eerie shit. That's that shit. Like that one rapper that just Hodges died. People, yeah. What was that rapper that just got shot? XN, XX. XN, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't what, know. Yeah, that dude. No, but He was like a poetic rapper and shit. Sad. And he just talked about getting shot by the cops and they fucking killed him. Watch the kick down his fucking door and we're in fucking jail tomorrow. At least we got the podcast and the video, but they'll probably destroy it. So I'll try and click the upload button as soon as possible if you guys hear something <laughs> or just call F call somebody. Fucking tell my call mom. <laughs> <laughs> no one can help us, but call a lawyer, a relevant lawyer. Community affairs, IA. Yeah. <laughs> Cochran's dead, isn't he? So what do we what do we learn tonight? What do we learn tonight? We learned uh, a couple of things. I'm gonna ask you, what did know. you learn tonight? Because you heard the first segment and then we talked yeah. right now. So go ahead and get up on that mic and tell me what you learned tonight. Fuck the police. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Can you be positive, though, and, and keep that mentality? Yeah. What I like to do is tell them how the, the character, the shitty character they're being and just fucking surrender to the fucking process for me today. I did. You know, and you, like did, you did a medium there. You Man, know, I had a side I, chat with one of them. And I told him that's not how you I, relate with the community. And this is why shit like I heard some happens. I thought I heard some good chatter and I and I. That's when I commented. He was he was feeding me bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And I was just going along with a little bit of it. But then I got annoyed with it. And I was like, shut the. F-. He was ridiculous. A white guy with tattoos, bald head with a backpack. He's obviously homeless and he's formally incarcerated and he's a white boy. And he recognizes me as a white guy with tattoos and he automatically relates as we've done present time or this guy's done present time. And he says, are you all right, homeboy? And I'm down on the sidewalk. And I actually said, no, homeboy, I'm not all right. And the cop immediately that was next to me that was trying to play the cool cop jumped on it and fucking barked and said, what if he is? And what are you going to do? Yeah. And the two kept going. He fucking was like, oh, shit. These cops are not fucking around. Yeah, there's too much. They fucking, were too aggressive. They were like fucking. There's too ready much hate, to go. defensive hate going on, man. It was an unmarked caprice. It was task, but they were yeah. wearing uh, plain clothes, PD uniforms. It was a fucking dead spot for them, and they were hungry and bored to fucking. 
So, so for me, like when I got pulled over and harassed and violated and shit, you know, I let them know like, Hey, look, you've already, you've already, you've already seen that I have no weapons and all that. And I'm being, I'm being complying and I'm being respectful with you, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and you keep going. I'm like, I, I need to get going. I don't have no more time for this. You know, it's the best, like the rudest, best mm -hmm. shit I could say without, you know, pissing them off too much. And, um, and then the next thing you know, I'm getting my socks taken off, fucking all <laughs> kinds of shit, you know. And it's like, you know, because of how we look and, and yeah. how we talk, and yeah. Once once they establish that there's no weapons, there's no need for them to fucking. If there's no, if you're not getting arrested or anything, there's no need for them to to fucking treat you. There and, was no and, and, and crisis your car. De escalation whatsoever. The yeah. man was escalating the situation the whole time, and the yeah. guy on the right tried to play. Let's slow down. I said yes, let's slow down, but he did not slow it down. He said. Slow down. I'm going to give you some case law. Check it out, motherfucker. Yeah, I fucking, every fucking time I've been locked up, I do fucking case law and I study my case on the side and I took a fucking case to trial with my fucking co-defendant, who was my connect, and fucking lost and didn't fucking rat on anybody. But I know what the fuck I'm talking about and I know about my civil rights and I know when I'm fucking being violated mm -hmm. and I know when someone's wrong and when someone's right. And when you hear and see truth, what is truth is truth. That's it. It's going to shine and it's going to and it's going to come yeah. out. And you're a. It's, yeah, they're so there ugly. is no, no, there's no need for any law, law, lawing, law order. He said he gave you an order, which, which, which contradicted anything, any reason for him to give you that order. Okay, we're so, on, we're on, a, okay, we're on a long segment here, so I'm yeah. gonna have to wrap it up. We got wrap a little bit up. derailed. Yeah, the, the, the PTSD. See how it gets though. That's that's from that's the how you feel though, but that's how you feel, and, and if you and if you live this type of lifestyle, or you know people that live this type of lifestyle, or they've been locked up, or they've been in gangs, or they been wherever if you live this lifestyle this is kind of like how we think and how we process shit and i'm a motivated dude and i'm a positive person i do gratitude every day and i pray every day to yeah, my me too higher power thing that is my own thing and and you know whatever i don't like to disclose that because i like everybody to do their own thing about that that gets into a whole other topic that is not on the show and so but it's very powerful though <laughs> um, seriously though, but it's got to stay positive. It's got to be positive. Cause if I was to dwell on this shit, you know, I didn't get it all out of her. I got it out right now. Like this is like therapy. Journaling is therapy. Talking to friends is therapy. This dude came yeah. over, I played some video games, talked about it. I talked mm -hmm. to my other friend about it. I talked to my wife about it. I let that shit out and it's not going to eat me up inside. And when I see a cop next time, I'm not going to fucking flex on him and get shot. You know what I mean? Because that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna eat you up, and that's gonna happen yeah. again. Because it's gonna fucking happen again. Because it always happens until happens. something happens, and 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 shit's gonna happen one day. But you know what I mean? It ain't happening right now. So just be careful. <laughs> that's the words of wisdom. Be careful. Yep. All right. So that's the end of the uh, the show, the segment. I'm not sure if this is gonna be the first episode because it's pretty heavy, but it's definitely gonna be on the show. Second or third, maybe first. I'm not sure yet. We'll see what we got. All right, David. Any any uh, positive words of wisdom to go with here? Nope. Just do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Make money. Yeah, make money. All right, we're out.